Hello there, I'm Minister Paula Cornett. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast, Revelations from the Heart. I'm so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. I'd love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. Also, visit me on Facebook, Instagram, and my YouTube channel. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hello there, friends. Welcome to Revelations from the Heart podcast. I am your host, Minister Paula Cornett. This is episode number 40. Well, I'm back and ready to teach. And I'm just excited about the new series. It's going to be about the Holy Spirit. In fact, the Holy Spirit is probably one of my most favorite subjects to talk about and I just love uh, I just love the Holy Spirit I love how he operates I love how he works and um, I mentioned in previous episodes that I was going to do a teaching on the Holy Spirit um, there are symbols and functions of the Holy Spirit and I believe that uh, this particular series we're going to look at the functions of the Holy Spirit and um, I, I thought it would be befitting to uh, start this series off uh, Pentecost Sunday is this Sunday where uh, believers we, we we set aside this this day and remembrance of what it was that the Holy Spirit did in Acts chapter 2 when he first introduced himself uh, to the believers there in the upper room and so I want to first begin with a quick word of prayer and then I want to continue by sharing my own personal testimony uh, about the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Father God, we thank you today. I thank you for those that are listening all over this world, Father God, all over this globe. I thank you, Father God, that you've created each and every one. And I thank you, Father, for giving ears to the hear. I thank you for those, Lord God, that are desiring to have a deeper uh, walk with you, Father God. I thank you that you stir their hearts as they're listening and as, as they're hearing, Father God, I thank you for your precious Holy Spirit that is with us right now, that is leading, that is guiding, that is directing. And I thank you, Father God, that you make yourself known through this recording. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, it kind of took me a couple of weeks because I, I took a, a, a short um, pause from uh, the last series uh, that, I, that I did. Uh, I've been working on another project, and so uh, I wanted to get back to this as soon as possible, but I was going to start last week, and it just didn't have the release that I was uh, needing, so I knew that the Lord just wanted me to wait uh, just another week, and so as I was kind of getting my notes together and gathering uh, the things that I knew that the Holy Spirit wanted me to talk about, it was kind of like, I, I, I can't really put down notes because it's in my heart, so to speak, because I'm going to share my experience with the Holy Spirit with you. And it, it I want to share my own personal experience in order to give you um, a greater understanding and to hear it from someone's personal experience. I don't want to talk to you about the Holy Spirit from uh, intellectually, but I want to talk to you about him experimentally from experience that I've experienced him and experiencing him day to day. And um, the first thing that we have to do uh, is 
first we have to understand and know some facts about the Holy Spirit. That he is a person. You say, well, what? Yes, he is a person. He is a spirit person. No, we cannot see him. But the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit as the wind. That just as you can't see the wind, but you can see the effects of the wind. And so while we can't see him with our natural eyes, but we can hear him speaking and, and talking to us day to day and that he is a person all right so you have to get that through your head he's not a ghost or some mystical um creature or figure he is a person he is a spirit person if that helps you out for those people that are intellectual he's a spirit person okay and he is a he the holy spirit is a he is not a she he's not an it he is a he he is a he John 14 through 17, Jesus says, and 14, excuse me, 16 and 17, Jesus said, and I pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. He's talking about the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, who the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him, nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you, and will be in you. So he's talking to the believers that, that Jesus said that I'm going to see talking to his disciples. I'm going to send another helper. Okay. I'm not just going to leave you here by yourself. It's going to be with you forever. He'll be with you forever. He's the spirit of truth. The world can't see him. The world can't understand him because it's a spiritual thing. And they don't know him either, but you know him because he dwells in you. He's with you and he will be in you. Okay. So the Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is a he is a he. He's not a she. You hear somebody say she is and he is not a she. The Holy Spirit is a he. He is a he. Okay. Now the proof or the evidence that you have the infilling or the power of the Holy Spirit is that you're going to speak with a new unknown tongue. Okay. So sometimes people think that in order to go to heaven or in order to be saved that they have to speak in tongues. And that's not the case. It's just you won't have any power. Now, if you want to have that power or do any work for God, you've got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the evidence that you're filled with him, the proof of that is that you're going to speak with new tongues. The best example that I can think of and use is that, you know, if you have a credit card or even with sometimes when they send you a new debit card, in order for you to use that credit card and take advantage of what's on there, what do you have to do? There's a little sticker that's on there that says, call this number or go on this, uh, uh, log on to, to this website and activate your card. Okay, so just like that credit card has to be activated, when the Holy Spirit, when you're filled with him, then you're activated. Okay, you're activated. There's a power from on high that comes and is with you and will be with you and you carry that with you to do the work of God. Now, like I said, just because it doesn't mean that you're not saved if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit. Because if it's a choice, okay? It's, uh, the, the Baptisms is one of the doctrines of our faith laid out in Hebrews. I taught on this earlier about the three separate baptisms. And baptism in the Holy Spirit is, is, is one of those that is, is, is your choice. But just know and understand that if you want that power, okay, then you're going to have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the evidence of that 
is that you will speak with new tongues. A lot of believers today, that's why they don't have any power. You may be experiencing even in your own life where you feel like your walk with God is just the same old, same old. It's mundane. It's, 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 it's just kind of getting, you know, just the rigorous. Hey, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you let him lead and guide you, your life is going to be exciting. And I love the spontaneity of the Holy Spirit. I love the excitement of the Holy Spirit. I share this with you just the other day on, um, I was out on Saturday, had to run some errands and I stopped by, uh, the, the CVS, which is a drugstore like Walgreens, if, you know, wherever you may be living, you may not have a CVS where you are, but we have a CVS or it's equivalent to like a Walgreens. And so I went in there. I was not planning to go there. I was not planning to go there on Saturday, but my, my, um, the way my schedule was set up, I needed to go in there to get something. And so I went in there thinking that I was just going there to purchase what I needed to get. When I went in there, we got to the checkout. There was it was like a ghost town in there. There was hardly nobody in there. And I'm sharing this with you to 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 see about the the Holy Spirit, the spontaneity of the Holy Spirit. So the lady rings me up, and I kind of know of her because I go in there frequently. I don't know her by name, but I know when I see her, you know, I know her. And so. Before I could catch myself, she had something on her her wrist, like a like a something like if you would wear the people sometimes people that deal with carpal tunnel things like that. It was just like a uh, like a sleeve on her on her wrist and on her um, her thumb was in it, you know, like holding it in place. And before I could even think about it or catch myself, I said to her, I said, um, I said, what's that? What's that on your what's that on your wrist? And so she began to explain to me how she had arthritis in her wrist and. Uh, it went all the way up to her shoulder and how she had to go get a cortisone shot in her shoulder and she had to get one in her wrist as well. And so the doctor had told her that it would take maybe three days, three weeks, three months. It could just take some time uh, because what had happened was is the arthritis, if I hope I've explained this right, it had like wrapped around her wrist and she had great pain uh, in her wrist and she was just experiencing such, such great pain. She'd been out of work for a month because of because of the pain and so I'm listening to her as she's talking and I'm also listening and praying in my spirit like Lord what do you want me to do and the Holy Spirit said I want you to pray for her and so I said okay and so I, I let her finish you know explaining to, to me what was going on and you know she looked at me and I said oh that's really terrible and I asked her I said do you believe in the power of prayer she said I sure do and so I said well I want to pray for you. Can I, I want to pray, pray for you right now. She threw her hands across the counter. I grabbed her hands and I just prayed a simple prayer. Nobody came. Nobody came around. I prayed a simple prayer. I could feel virtue. I could feel the power, the healing power of God flow, flow from me to her. And I knew the Holy Spirit was ministering to her. And, um, you know, I just said like uh, just a simple, you know, a simple prayer of healing. And when God, when I got finished, she looked at me and she said, Nobody has ever prayed for me like that before. She said, I've prayed for people, but nobody has ever prayed for me like that before. And so I said, well, today was your day to receive. And I said, the next time I come in here, I expect to see a good report and that you're doing well. And, you know, she said, thank you. And, and I went, went on my way. But just things like that happen all the time. Because when you yield your life, you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Some of you are probably thinking, oh my goodness, I wouldn't want that to happen. Now, at first, 
when things like that happen, you know, but when you're led by the Holy Spirit, you know his voice, you know it's him that's speaking to you and talking to you. And I said that, thank you, Lord, that that, that I was obedient and that, that I went there. You know, it, it was out of my uh, schedule, but I went there because there was a need that was there and I was able to minister um, to that lady. And so we want to make sure that we're living our lives so we're being led by the Holy Spirit. Now in Acts in Acts chapter 1 uh, verses 4 through 8 uh, Jesus gives it gives us just like a what had happened. He had already been crucified. He had already risen from the dead. Um, he was getting ready to ascend to heaven but he gave some instructions and he also gave a promise. Now after his resurrection for 40 days he appeared to different people, he appeared to his disciples, and um, after his after his ascension, rather ten days, the believers it was 120 of them. They gathered together and prepared and prayed for the promise. When God wants to do something really, really powerful in your life, He will move you away from all distractions. You'll get in an attitude of prayer. And you'll be in the mode of preparation. Always remember this, that preparation time is never wasted time. There's a power in being hidden. God has people hidden. There's seasons of your life where you're hidden. It seems like you're invisible. God has made you that way because there's some things that he's doing in you during that season. You may be in a season like that right now. Don't be discouraged because there's always a set time that God has. And when that set time comes... He wants to make sure that you're prepared and ready to carry out the thing that he wants you to do, whatever it is that he wants you to do. And so what instructions has God given to you? Are you praying and are you preparing for the promise? What has God promised you? The Bible says that heaven and earth will pass away before one thing God speaks will ever fade. God has promised me some things. He's promised me some things and I am preparing and I am praying and I am expecting to receive what he has promised. Have you stopped praying? Have you stopped believing? Have you stopped even thinking or dreaming or, or, or um, preparing or even have you just, just stopped completely about it? Well, I'm here to tell you today to pick it up again, pick it up again and start to prepare for whatever it is that God has promised you, it's not over. It's not over. It is never, 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 never over. All right. So in Acts chapter two, verse one, let me go there. I um, didn't have that, that written down, but I, I know it from memory, but I, I'm, I'm going to make sure that I um, say it all the way correctly. Okay, Acts chapter 2, verse 1, it says, no, Acts, I'm sorry. Yeah, Acts chapter 2, verse 1, it says that when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. Okay, the, 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 the disciples were in this upper room. There was 120 of them. They were in a one accord and in one place. Okay, so there was a feast that was going on, and people from different regions, they were there. Okay, all, all, all around. It was a big, you know, just a big thing going on. But these people were in one place. That, that signifies obedience. He told them to go in one place. In one accord. 
the same mind and purpose. When you're in one place, when you're in obedience, when you're in one accord, the result is that God will show up. And when God shows up, everyone will know it. And everything is going to change. Things are going to be set straight. When God shows up, everyone will say, surely we have been in the presence of the Lord. When God shows up, there's no doubt about it. Okay, when God shows up, everyone will know it. When God shows up, there's things that he does. He renews, he restores, he refuels, he refreshes, he heals, he delivers. He makes all things new when God shows up. And the Bible says here, they were all together in one place, in one accord, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Now the word suddenly is an adverb, if I remember correctly from my English class. I had to go way back. And I remember that an adverb is a word that is used with a verb. It's used with an adjective or another adverb to tell when, where, how, what kind, or how much. Suddenly tells how the sound came. So it was just up out of nowhere, okay? Talking just like about like boom, like have you ever just had something, just a loud noise just coming? Like what is that noise? It was suddenly, all of a sudden, okay? It came a mighty sound. It came from heaven and it was like a rushing mighty wind. There are actually 15 symbols of the Holy Spirit. When I taught this message several years ago about the Holy Spirit, um, I only knew of six symbols, and I've later found out that uh, there are actually 15 symbols of the Holy Spirit. And like I mentioned, I, uh, at some point, will um, will share with you those symbols. We'll, we'll talk about the symbols of the Holy Spirit. But here, there's two of the six symbols, and the first one is wind. All right, wind is the sound of heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. The symbol, uh, one of the symbols of the Holy Spirit is wind, and wind is the most vivid. Wind stirs things up, it moves things, it shifts things from one place to the other. John 3 and 8 says, The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but not, cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Fire is another symbol, and fire purifies, fire consumes unholy and unrighteous things. The Bible says in Matthew that he will separate the chaff from the grain, burning the chaff with never-ending fire and storing away the grain. And Matthew 3 and 12 is what it says. So here, here comes the Holy Spirit, and it says, Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, second symbol, and one set up on each of them, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. All of them were filled. And you know, there's, there's, there's this, this power of God that is available to all the believers, to any believer. You just have to receive it. Just like with any gift, you have to receive it. Now, if I give you a, a gift and you never open up the contents, you can never partake of what's in that gift. But if you open up the contents that are in that gift, you can partake of that gift. 
The Holy Spirit is a gift that God has given that he's left here for us to use, for us to be able to, to, to make it in this world because we cannot live and walk a consecrated holy life unto God in and of ourselves. I've seen people try to do it. They get frustrated and mad and upset. You just cannot do it. So Pentecost, I remember um, a couple years ago, my little niece, we was talking about Pentecost or I might have been teaching on Pentecost and she asked my mother, she said, what is Pentecost? And so my mother began to explain to her that Pentecost is a time when the Holy Spirit came and invaded and invaded the um, the believers and gave them this power. So when we were first introduced to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit was Jesus's power part in ministry. Jesus did not do anything lest the Holy Spirit told him to do it. And so Jesus was our example. And so he used the power of the Holy Spirit. And so we too use the power of the Holy Spirit. The time in my life when I'm the most at ease and when I'm the most um, just, there's no words to describe. Uh, just, just, just how I, I, I couldn't even put into words. There's, there's where I, I can't articulate words grand enough to describe just, just the ease and, and, and just, just how wonderful it is when I'm in the, in the, in that vein and ministering to people by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, it's almost as if that, you know, I, I let him use me and I'm following his lead and whatever he tells me to do, I'm, 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 I'm doing it. I'm ministering to people and he's revealing things through word of knowledge and, um, just to see how he moves and to see, you know, just the accuracy is, it's just, it's just really, really, really amazing. Um, I, many of you have heard my testimony. If you listen to the very first recording of this podcast, you've heard the testimony and in it, I share how I got saved when I was seven years old and and that testimony as well is included uh, the, the the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Now I was just a young kid. I was eight years old and um, I, I can't really say that I heard any teaching on the Holy Spirit or like really didn't know too much of anything of the Holy Spirit. All I know is that the first time I, I heard it, I heard I heard the voice of you know of the Lord is when I was the the day I got saved and I was seven years old and I uh, walked into it was Easter Sunday uh, 1986 I think it was 1986 Easter Sunday morning service and uh, my mom had my sister in, in in by the hand and I was a few paces behind and uh, I remembered a voice it was an audible voice that said something very special is going to happen to you today. And I didn't think it was weird or anything like that. I just, you know, I guess as I was a kid, I just heard heard a voice that, that, that said something very special is going to happen to you today. And so that day I was saved. I received Jesus into my heart. And I remember the newness that I felt. I felt so clean. I felt so pure. I felt just, I felt great, wonderful. And so about the, the following year, we had revival uh, at my church. And I was eight years old and... I was sitting there, it was a, then, then at that time you had week-long revival, and I'm pretty sure this was a week, week-long revival, so every night, seven to nine, ten, just however long, there was a, a minister by the name of Gary Pleasant, he frequented our ministry, um, in those days he frequented quite, quite a lot, 
And uh, he was there for a week and he was doing a revival. I can't tell you what the message was about. All I know is that at the end of the message, he caught, gave an altar call for those that wanted to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And I felt a nudge. Now is a nudge in my spirit to go forward. Eight years old now, eight years old. And I remember my mom was ushering and I was sitting in the back row. Uh, my siblings and I, we sat in the back row when she ushered so she could keep an eye on us. And um, she was sitting in the back and I, I looked back and I like asked her, like, mouth, can I, can I go up there for that? And she told me, go on ahead, go on ahead and go. So my little eight-year-old self, I walked up there, stood along the front with the rest of the people that were adults that were there as well. And I remember he said, um, I was thinking, what's getting ready to happen? You know, just kind of like, but I was so eager and I was so hungry for whatever it was that he was getting ready to, to, to impart. I wanted to receive it. And so, um, he called up people. He said, those that are standing across the front, he said, uh, somebody come and stand behind them. And so there was an older lady that was at our church at the time. Her name was, um, sister green, um, Maureen green. She's went on to glory many years ago, but she was, she was like my spiritual mentor. She, in fact, she had been my Sunday school teacher. And, um, I'm pretty sure it was in her class that I received Jesus, that I, that I, uh, confessed Christ as my Lord and savior. She was, she was the one that was there that witnessed it. And so, um, she came up and she stood behind me. And I remember there was like a sigh of relief. I looked to see who was standing behind me. It was her. And so he went, went across the aisle and I, I was, I, I really had no preconceived notions. I had no, had no barriers, no uh, religious thinking or anything like that. Nothing like that. It was just, you know, like I was just like a blank canvas and just like fill me up. And so I remember I was just, you know, just standing there waiting for him to come and to lay hands on me. When he got to me, he laid my, his hands on me. And I remember he said, just begin to thank the Lord. I think I had my hands raised. I can't remember all that took place, but he put his hand on my belly. And when he put his hands on my belly, it's like a gush of power was released. And I, oh, I feel that presence right now, man. Oh man. And it was like a gush of power was released. And I, I was saying in English, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I, I said that probably over about five times. And the next thing I know, it was oh she ta ta I began to speak in tongues and I began to speak and it began to the more I spoke the stronger it got and it's like just the presence of the Lord just encompassed my little eight year old body and the power of God was birthed in my spirit and it was awesome. I remember after that um, the uh, sister green she asked my mom if it was okay if she talked to me just a little bit and she said sure and so we went into the ladies room and she began to talk to me and she said do you know what happened to you today and so i'm thinking to myself like i don't know but it was great and she said you got filled with her you received it you received it you received it and she told me she's like that that is the power of god and it's available for you to use whenever you need it and she said some more things. I can't remember the rest of what she said, but we prayed and she, she prayed with me and she said, I'm going to pray with you. And, uh, when I, as I'm praying, you speak in tongues 
And so I, as she did, I was, I was speaking in tongues. And do you know, when we went home that night, I was so excited. I spoke in tongues all the way home. I spoke in tongues when we got home. My mom let me stay like downstairs. And I was just, just, I just couldn't stop. And my, my brother said, what's wrong with Paula? And my mother said, she's received an awesome gift. And so it's like, I was just loving on the Lord and just like, this is just so great and awesome. I had a friend, little friend that lived across the street and she was, um, she spoke Spanish. And so I wanted to tell her, guess what? I can speak a new language. I can speak a language too. And I, my mom told me, don't, don't, cause she might not understand, but I wanted to tell her so bad that I can speak a language to a heavenly language. It was a heavenly language. So people have asked me, since I've been saved since I was seven years old and I, I, I've lived a consecrated life, you know, unto the Lord. And I've often wondered myself, how was it that I didn't succumb to a lot of the things that people in my age group had succumbed to and how I, uh, you know, I was invited to parties, but I chose not to go. Um, there was decisions that I had to make, you know, I was, um, you know, I was, uh, around everything that everyone else was around. But I chose not to participate. I chose not, you know, chose not to, to do those things because of my relationship with the Lord. And the Lord revealed it to me and said that it's because you was filled with the Holy Spirit at such a young age that, you know, it was the power to live right. It was the power to live right. And um, the more time that you spend in the presence of the Lord, the more you become acquainted with his voice. It's just like if you think about whose voice do you recognize the most out of all the people that you know whose voice do you recognize the most well i'd probably say definitely somebody in my family my mother my father um my sisters or brothers i, I recognize their voices um my brother my oldest brother he's a he's he's so funny he's hilarious i mean just being in his company he is just i mean you're gonna laugh because he's just so funny so he he's a jokester and so he tries to call and throw his voice. A couple times he's, you know, almost there. But um, know his voice well enough to say, Greg, you need to, this is you, this is you. And so how, how do you become acquainted with the voice of the one that you know? You don't become acquainted with them by uh, not spending time with them. But you become acquainted with their voice by, the, by spending time with them. By spending time with them that you know that you know their voice and the same is true with the holy spirit you have to spend time practicing his presence you say well how do i do that well you get you some worship music and you begin to worship the lord until you sense the presence and you'll know when he's there trust me you will know when he is there i can remember i share this with you as well when i was in bible college it was came home from class and um was in my dorm room and I was just wanting more of God, just more of his presence, just more of him. And I was kind of at that point, I was kind of young, young in my, I was a little older in my walk with the Lord because I'd been saved so young, but I was just still kind of trying to acquaint myself with like knowing that I know that I know that this is his voice. And so, um, I remember I was just, just hungry for God. And so I, I got down in the corner in my room and I had some worship music playing and I just began to worship the Lord and I began to worship him to the point that 
it, it just became very overwhelming. Tears began to run down my face and I just felt his presence. And it's like that was the day that I knew, ah, this is what his presence feels like. And so I've become acquainted with his presence more and more. Just like everything that I do, first of all, I do by faith. And everything that I do, including this podcast, all the art that you see for the podcast, anything on my social media, my website, all of those things, I've had no training. I don't have a professional person that does that stuff for me. I do all that stuff. And people ask me, who does your artwork? Who does your podcast? How do you do this? And I just smile and say, me and the Holy Spirit. And it is the honest truth that me and the Holy Spirit have done it because he just leads and guides me. And I, I'll ask him, I said, well, Holy Spirit, I, I don't know how to do this. And he'll show me how to do it. So well, how does he show you? It's just, it's just an inner knowing. He talks. He'll talk to you just like I'm talking to you right now. Just like I'm in, instructing and teaching right now. He will lead and guide you. But the, the Holy Spirit is in the, the infilling of the Holy Spirit. He, God wants you to have this power. He wants you to have uh, the gifts of his spirit and operation in your life. And if you want to go ahead and live a boring life, keep living it. But if you want to live a life that is full of the power of God and full of the fire of God, then you've got to get filled with the Holy Spirit. I'll leave you with this. I'll share this with you. As we remember Pentecost, don't forget that Sunday is Pentecost. So this podcast will be out on Thursday, May something, what, the 20th, I think. And so the 23rd, I believe it's May 23rd. Let me look on my calendar to make sure I'm saying that right. It's Pentecost Sunday. It's Pentecost Sunday. Yes, that's correct. It's Pentecost Sunday. And as you're, wherever you're going to church at, maybe your church doesn't even honor this or doesn't even, or they think that that has passed away. Well, then let them think that. But if you want this power, it's available to you. Last year, I posted a teaching, and I may share this on my, um, I may share it again. It's on my YouTube channel. You can go to see it. It's, I think it's called The Power of Pentecost. Um, YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart, the same as the podcast, Revelations from the Heart. And uh, someone got, that. someone that I know saw the, saw the, saw the video. They may have, I may have done a podcast too, I can't remember, but somehow they saw the teaching, heard the teaching. I was sitting at home, relaxing, just enjoying the, it was a beautiful day. And I got a phone call, and the lady said, uh, I, 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 I want you to pray for me. So I said, well, okay, what's your, what's your request? And uh, she said, I want what you have. I want that power. So I said, well, okay. I said, well, let's pray right now. And she shared with me that she had been fasting all week and that she was ready to receive. And she just, she just couldn't understand how God had given a gift and she not partake of that gift that he had, give, that he had given her. So you got to understand this, this lady, she uh, is a, is a, belongs to a Baptist church where I don't think they believe really, you know, in that they don't really do all that. And so here I am, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm going to be honest in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my Lord, I'm going to pray for her right now, I don't know what's about to happen, I don't know, you know, but Lord, please do not make me look foolish. And so 
I, I just, you know, she's on the phone. So I, I told her, I said, well, let's pray. So I prayed for her. And I can't remember, you know, if I told her to say something, I can't remember. Because I was being led by the Holy Spirit at that moment. So I can't remember. But I do know this. That I prayed for that woman. The power of God hit her right where she was in her home. She began to speak in tongues. Like it was so quick. And I was shocked. Because I thought it was going to be a while. I thought I was going to have to tell her. Well you know you may have to wait a couple of days. No she received it right on the spot that day. And so um, anytime I preach or teach or minister about the Holy Spirit. Miracles happen. Miracles happen. I was at a church service. I was preaching um, about the power of the Holy Spirit and a woman came up. She got I prayed for her. She got healed in her knee right there. It was an instantaneous miracle. So I don't know what God has in store for you, but as you're listening to this recording, just know whatever it is that you're needing from God. If you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, just lift your hands and ask him right now to fill you with his presence and begin to thank him. Begin to thank him that it is so and that it is done. Well, I'm looking forward to this series. I don't know how long it's going to go. I don't know how long it's going to be. Because like I said, this is my favorite subject. Because the Holy Spirit is so exciting. You got to know and realize that the Holy Spirit is a person. He's not an it. He's not a thing. But he is a person. He is a he. And he wants you to work alongside him to carry out the will of God for your life. And not just to carry out the will of God, but to carry it out with power and fire. And I just pray right now that whoever's listening to this podcast, wherever you are, that you receive the power of the Holy Spirit, that you receive that indwelling power and that the proof that you've received is that you will speak and utter new tongues. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit has done for me what a phone booth did for Clark Kent. You know who that was? Superman did a change you into another person where there was shy and timid. Now there's faith and power and authority where there was just, you know, not sure of myself. I'm confident. I'm confident because he's with me. And also let me add this, that the Holy Spirit has been where we need to go. And so when you listen to his leading, he will lead you and guide you. The Bible says into all truth. He will lead you and guide you where to go, when to go, when not to go. Don't. Don't, don't downplay the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Don't downplay the promptings. One of the ways that I've learned how to hear from God really, really good, how to hear from the Holy Spirit, is so many times he'll whisper someone's name in my heart. And I've heard people say this. They'll say, I was thinking about you the other day. Okay. Well, what did you do with that thought? Maybe you needed to pause and pray. Maybe you needed to give that person a phone call. Maybe you need to just send them a text or send them a letter. You know, just a little note and say, hey, I was thinking about you today. You don't know what people are going through. But when I stop and I heed to that prompting, it's a small, it's a small, small thing. It's a small thing that'll lead to a big thing. But when I lead, stop, stop, you know, and be led by that prompting of the, it's the Holy Spirit prompting you because he knows what everyone's going through every time. And people say this, how do you know whenever I'm going through something difficult, you always seem to send something. It's not me that knows, but because I'm being led by the Holy Spirit, I listen to his voice and he tells me and I obey. See, that's the key. You got to obey. He'll keep giving you. And if you don't, then he's going to go on to somebody else. But if you yield to him 
if you yield to his prompting, if you yield to what he's telling you, or what, what he's saying to you at that moment, at that hour, then he can really use you. And I want God to use me in a mighty way. And so I'm praying the same for you. Well, I hope for Look forward to you joining me next week where we're going to be talking about the functions of the Holy Spirit. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be powerful. Be sure to share this podcast with someone in your life. Now, I don't want to sound like a broken record saying that. I want you to do that. Share this with someone in your life. Just forward it to somebody that you know. Say, hey, I heard this message by this young lady. Just it blessed me. I hope it blesses you too. Remember the words in Romans 10 and 17. It says, now faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I leave you with the word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for touching each and every listener. I thank you for preparing their hearts for the teaching that lies ahead. I ask that you be glorified and magnified today in each and every one's life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornette.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon. Thank you.